What's up, guys? Welcome back to the That's So Dev podcast. My name is Dev. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We have some music tea to get into. Absolutely. Now, first of all, y'all know I'm obsessed with girl groups, right? And if you can't tell by this title, that's what we're getting into. Now, before we get into this tea, make sure you go ahead and follow me at That's So Dev on Twitter, Instagram, and literally everywhere else, ciao, including YouTube, if you're coming from YouTube, but I love that for you. Like, let's just be serious here. We're talking about fourth impact, and I'm sure a lot of you are coming from YouTube. And, you know, the great thing about YouTube is I have the opportunity to explore, well, for one artist that I know, I get to dive deep even more so into them, but I also get to discover new artists as well. And I think Fourth Impact just might be one of the best that I have discovered because, again, I am a girl group fanatic. But, like, I don't know. It's just the idea that, I mean, I, I, I love Little Mix. I stand super hard Fifth Harmony. Be serious. Girl groups that have come from X Factor or come from X Factor and or have been a part of it because they exist before x factor it's just it's not a coincidence <laughs> it can't be it can't be a coincidence that you know they are a girl group that has been intertwined with x factor and simon cow and when simon cow get his hands on a girl group he likes to try to create things that he thinks will change music in the space that it's already in so like in the girl group respective space he thinks he can create super groups that will create super artists at some point because we all know the um the girl group to solo artist pipeline has been known to create several several huge solo acts beyonce diana ross Nicole from the Pussycat Dolls, like, you know, and Nicole from the Pussycat Dolls, she's not per se a massive solo artist, but be serious, people know her. So, you know, it's interesting because when I see Little Mix and when I see Fifth Harmony, I see a girl group that almost has an expiration date. I do, I do, I already know they're not gonna last forever, and I think for me, what got Little Mix, you know, what what gardened the mentality that Little Mix was probably going to be together forever was just the fact that they were together for 10 years and it was fairly solid. You know, there wasn't really any wavering about it. There were obviously moments that could have been taken advantage of. There was like, oh, Perry could leave or blah, 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 and all this stuff, just like Fifth Harmony. Oh, Lauren could leave or whatever and stuff like that. Or, you know, even Monty when she got bullied. And, you know, I think with Fourth Impact, even though I didn't watch their entire journey, I didn't watch Little Mix's entire journey but I just don't get the idea that they won't be together I mean their family in a way it feels like Chloe and Holly I don't see an expiration date their family you know and I think that the bond creates a chemistry that makes the talent elevated to a level that I can't seem to comprehend because every time that I listen and watch fourth impact I'm just so taken aback by the talent 
the detail that they put into everything that they do, they really like to focus on the fact that they are a group. They are a group and they are also individual artists as well who can arrange a cover like nobody's business, you know? And I, I, I just love the fact that every girl has their own lane. They have their own lane and they have their own style. And together, they have their own lane and they have their own style. And it's such a unique thing for me. It really is. Because I feel like each girl carries their own weight, respectively. And in a girl group, while everybody has a different style or whatever, you know, it's obviously all parts, you know, make it happen. You can't help but be like, well, for example, well... Harry has a better voice than Jesse. Well, I think Normani has a better voice than Camila. These are just examples. Um, even though I do agree, these are just examples. You know what I mean? Anyway, my personal opinion, but that's just that. Um, it's just really like that, honestly, where you feel that some members may have a voice that carries more, you know, or a voice that resonates with more people. But I don't get that in Fourth Impact. Like, I just, I don't get any sort of, like, I I just don't see a separation. At any point in time, there is not a moment where I see a separation of this group. I always see them as an entity of Fourth Impact. Which is awesome. Because if you're going to be a girl group, if you're going to be a group, you really need to go in. Because a lot of groups, even today, where they try to put super groups together, they don't have the chemistry to make it happen. They don't have the chemistry to execute vocals, to have tight harmonies like Fourth Impact does. When Fourth Impact performs, first of all, they give me, and I say this in all of my videos, Fourth Impact gives me this feeling that. I don't know, like, and this goes off of the detail aspect of things. It's almost like, I don't know, Fourth Impact gives you sonically what a solo artist would give you. Like, I mean, not what a solo artist would give you, what a solo artist would attempt to give you, I should say. Now, a solo artist, when you listen to a solo artist song, You will hear backing vocals, harmonies, everything under the sun, right? All the details that went into this song. There's so many layers to a song. But when you do hear a girl group, especially Fourth Impact, you hear all of those ad-libs, the runs, the harmonies, and it, it... fourth impact those details when they have those those very light tight harmonies in the back that you know day crescendo and crescendo to really elevate the experience of the song to really capture the emotion of the song to execute the emotion of the song it's it's unbelievable to me because you know like i said girl groups today when they get put together in super groups typically okay what do you what do you remember from girl groups back in the day especially in the 90s right I mean, other than TLC, which was genuinely a group overall where one didn't carry, you know, than the other because, you know, Left Eye was really a rapper more so than the other girls. And, you know, it girl groups have this one person 
That is typically the recipe that people see. People see the quote unquote Beyonce of the group. They do. But you can't have that if you want a girl group in this day. You can't have that unless, well, well, you you might as well be a solo artist. I'll say that. You might as well be a solo artist. And I think that's what really threw a lot of people off from Fifth Harmony was the fact that they essentially were like Fifth Harmony changed what it meant to be a girl group. If you ask me, they are the modernized version. They are the modernized version of what a girl group is and should be. Individual, yet doing the same thing. That is Fifth Harmony to a T. You will see Fifth Harmony on a stage doing the same choreography, all different styles. You know what I mean? One might be more tight. One might be more loose. One might be more popping. One might be more hip-storming. Like, it, it... but the fact that they move as a unit, but they have their individuality. And I think that that's a big thing for girl groups today. You have to have individuality because, again, each person makes up that experience. No one person carries, even though they like to try to make that narrative when it comes to supergroups today. Supergroups have amazing secret if you look at these girl groups individually look at fifth harmony every last girl can throw some pipes y'all look at a little bit every girl can throw some like come on now individually these are sickening these are super groups these are not just groups where we had and this isn't shade because in reality you look at kelly beyonce michelle each girl can truly hold their own. You can't expect people to be Beyonce who was running on a treadmill and singing to build stamina since she was like five. Be serious. Not everybody is going to have that. But it is a simple fact that the stature of that group was Beyonce here. I mean, Beyonce was singing, say Beyonce. Like, you know, while they're on stage performing as Destiny's Child. And that's just not really the vibe that you can have these days. You could. You could. You totally could. I mean, look at the Pussycat Dolls. When they were trying to make a comeback, that is essentially how they branded themselves again. You know, but they tried to do a rebrand and obviously that did not work out for them. And I just feel like Fourth Impact has really cracked the code for how to be a girl group, how to stay a girl group and be consistent as a girl group. And, you know, the more that I react to them, the more I'm just kind of like, oh, my goodness, like, how are these girls not mainstream but it is the fact that they are overseas because people who are overseas have a very difficult time breaking into this industry but i do believe i mean look at k-pop look at all these k-pop girl girl groups in boy bands as well like when you have a good push in the united states it is possible it's totally possible because Even the people in the United States are tired of people in the United States, you know? So when I do hear, you know, music like BTS, I may not be able to understand all of the words, but like the vibe and the energy is just so unique and it's fresh. And not only that, here's a big thing as well, because 
when it comes to groups such as you know bts fifth harmony little mix these are great examples for me to use but look at the choreography well that that plays a big part in the experience of a group you know you have the songs that come out right so let's say I'm going to use, obviously, because Fifth Harmony is the best example for me to use to really get my point across. So, like, let's say Work From Home came out, right? What came out with Work From Home? The song. Also, the music video. Awesome. So now we not only have the song, we have the music video and we have choreography to learn in the music video. Oh, now we have several TV performances of different choreography. And now we can take our time and learn this choreography, not only in the video, but also the live version. So now we've combined the live version with the music video version as well. So this choreography during the whole song that elevates the song and the experience for you. It makes an experience for you to have that choreography with the music. And I think that, you know, look at BT. Yes, they do that as well. You have people who learn their choreography. You know, these live studio versions that people make so that way people can have the feeling of shit, having a bedroom performance or something like that with the live studio version. Like, come on now. I've had my Fifth Harmony concert moments where I'm doing a whole set list of live studio version songs. <coughs> Ooh, and I'm hitting the choreography. Y'all, I don't have Corona. I just choked on my spit because, you know, I don't swallow in between when I'm talking. I just be talking and I be going fast. Like now. Anyway, but yeah, it's just like, it's so iconic to me. And I think that with fourth impact, I think that they really break away from this general concept of what a group is. And I keep saying that because it's true. Because fourth impact is not out here dancing. They are vocalists. And they focus on being vocalists. They are different. And that's I feel like if they were a girl group who did bask in choreography quite heavily i think that would help them catch on because there is a market for girl groups despite what it seems like there is a market for girl groups people just don't want to push it because they feel like it's an expense you're already losing money releasing music so having a girl group where you have to figure out five different girls and that's the thing seeing it as a deficit rather than an investment is really going to be the thing that's going to screw you because imagine if Epic Records was like, okay, instead of Fifth Harmony being such an expensive expense to us and us putting all this money into this group, when the reality is we only want a solo artist that's going to pop off to come out of it, why don't we just invest in this group of five solo artists who are iconic and maybe we could have five superstars? Maybe we can actually have an investment because they already have a built-in fan base. Look at Fourth Impact. There's already a four, like there's already a built-in fan base for all these girl groups. There's a built-in fan base. All they need is somebody to support them and give them a proper platform to really soar. Nobody's doing that because girl groups are an expense to them anyway. In order to make money, you gotta invest. These people know that. But here we are on ABC having TV shows for boy bands, which didn't even last. Where is that show now? Where are the new boy bands? Because last I checked, we're still depending on five seconds of summer to give us a fucking bot. And last I checked, we're still waiting on One Direction to reunite. So there are really no boy bands that are really, really doing it. Well, I'm just saying... Little Mix disappeared and all we have now is flow. In a mainstream sense, 
Because Fourth Impact really doesn't hit the mainstream. How are they going to hit the mainstream without the platform? They need a platform. And X Factor was such a good platform for them to actually get exposure. But by God, having Simon Cowell be intertwined with you is like the worst thing that you can do for your career as a group. It did not do anything for any of these girls. After that show, he left these groups for dead. And the main reason why Little Mix was able to get something out of what they did was because they won. They legitimately won. And I feel like that was the, you know, that was that gave them essentially the platform to showcase themselves and they had a built-in fan base fifth harmony did the same thing right but the difference is where they are it's a bit easier to take the mainstream where fourth impact is it's not so easy for them to become mainstream it's not it's going to take a bit more because over there at the uk at least it's somewhat intertwined with the u.s market right And it's a bigger market as well, even than where Fourth Impact is. So it would be easier for them to be successful where they are and then try to get some sort of success over here, even if it's a minimum, because Little Mix has seen some sort of success here. So it's just it's really interesting because I these girls are the most talented girls that I have seen in a girl group since just together. Like, I mean, it's just absolutely insane to me. And to see that there is no push to see that there is no mainstream, like it, because coming from an era that I did where mainstream was music that was not forced to be popular, but it just naturally was, you know, because again, I'm a girl group fanatic because when I grew up, I mean, I was born in the 90s and the girl groups from the 90s and, you know, 2000s and I mean, even the 80s who spilled over into the 90s and the 2000s and the icons that we knew from even back then. Like, there's just so many girl groups that were thriving back then. And a lot of it had to do with the fact that they were making revenue. That's the thing. They were making these places revenue. TLC was winning Grammys and dead broke. They were making these places revenue. Trust that. In these days, Fifth Harmony had the worst contract that was seen by Tupac's lawyer since they tried to get his music from, like, literally. Tupac's lawyer that got his music from Death Row was the same lawyer that said that Fifth Harmony had the worst music industry contract that she had ever seen. Because they they want to bleed these artists dry. It doesn't make sense to me because you will have somebody who knows nothing about genuinely good music. But they will know something about what may bring in bucks. But they're too focused on the bucks to realize how this music that actually resonates with the people that want this kind of music is actually going to bring you in money. And I will say SZA is the best example right now, because if you listen to her music, you're not going to think that that is mainstream music. You're not going to assume if somebody released this today, that it's going to be a number one album for seven weeks. Like there's just no way you would have thought that because of the music, because of the music that's in mainstream. And now the music that she's making is music that 
Well, it's genuine to her. It it makes people feel something. It's not trying to be any, uh, you know, a pop recipe or radio recipe to really get it stuck in your head. And, you know, like, it's just music that came from her soul organically. And that's really the kind of music that we need. That's the music that used to get played on the radio when radio stations like, oh, this is a good song. Not that they needed... Oh, well, maybe if you quote us or retweet us or endorse us, we'll play your song. That's what it is now, because radio stations just want to cap. And unfortunately, it sucks. It sucks. And I would love to see Fourth Impact step into the mainstream space. But honestly, maybe it's better for Fourth Impact fans because you get to gatekeep that. Seriously, because the second that you do become mainstream and you, you, you know, you pop off, that's when people do start to switch on you. So it, it, it's almost like, you know, but honestly, where they are now in their careers, it's just honestly so awesome to see the artistic growth, you know, their vision and even more detail being put into what they've been doing, especially their covers. Um, I'm obsessed with them. I've been talking for a minute now, guys. I'm sure I will do another Fourth Impact podcast. If you would like me to make sure you go ahead and let me know, especially on YouTube. Um, if you want to see any YouTube reactions, make sure you go to my YouTube, click on a Fourth Impact video click on the link in one of those bios and then drop a request and then yeah y'all I'm, I'm i'm just really excited to just get into fourth impact because i haven't found a girl group um that has made me feel the way that they feel other than flow um you know but flow's obviously newer but there are no girl groups who have been in that space and You know, Fourth Impact has been a girl group that hasn't gone on hiatus or anything like that. So, you know, I just I want to see more for them. I do. I really do. I just want talent to win and I want talent to be in the forefront of this industry. But we all know that talent doesn't always win. And, you know, that's okay because they're going to keep serving. And again, fans get the gatekeep, right? All right, y'all. Now, I'm going to hop off here. Thank you so much for listening. I kept it quick, cute, and easy. And again, I'm most likely going to do another podcast. And I appreciate you guys so much. Seriously, make sure you go ahead and follow me on all social medias. Subscribe to YouTube. Drink you some water. Eat some good food. I got my Starbucks and my vanilla bean scone. And I'm a bounce, y'all. All right. Have a good one. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>